Hey guys, and welcome to the Every Plant Story podcast, the podcast where we share all kinds of plant stories in the life of us here at Gabriella Plants and around our plant community. My name's Shane Malloy. I'm the founder and CEO of Gabriella Plants, and I'm your host for this podcast today. Good to be back with you guys. And for our co-host today, we do have Sam back with us. Sam, what's going on? Not a whole lot. Glad to be back. It has been a minute. That is a lie. You have a ton going on there over at the greenhouses, <laughs> but we will get to that. And then also we have a co-host, Zach, as well. Hey, hey, hey. Um, who is our Gabriel the Plants Media Director. And of course, Sam is our Operations Manager over at our original growing location. So um, as we get into today's show, obviously this is the first show back, guys, in a little while. We don't have a ton planned for you today, but we do just want to catch you guys up on everything. Um, I released a little bit of an explainer on why we took the break that we did. It was primarily just around my schedule and also wanting to make sure that we're you know, giving you guys quality content. That's always been something... Um, we valued and we didn't really want to, we kind of played with some, some options there for a few weeks of like, well, maybe we can just start doing it like from home or remotely because it was kind of challenging with, um, I'm sure we'll talk about all the things we've accomplished in the last month, but you know, with all through all those challenges, it was just hard to get all of us in the same room on the same schedule. Um, and that's all right. So we're back now. Um, but most of that was around my schedule. And then obviously just tons has been going on at mm. Gabriella Plants in, in general. Um, and of course, it's been really cool to also just see across the country as people get out of the snowy weather. We're confidently into, you know, spring, summer, depending on where you are. If you're in Florida, just go straight to summer. Right. Skip, we skip, we like skip a- right over spring. <laughs> yeah. No mercy. No mercy at all. <laughs> uh, you know, elsewhere, I'm sure you're experiencing something people like to call spring, but right. we don't really know that word around we here. We don't have seasons um, here. We just have like cold days and the rest of Florida. Right. Um, right. So, and cold is 60. So, uh, you know, we're wimps, but, uh, all that to say, it's also been cool to see kind of the plant community come back alive. I know a lot of people had to move, you know, their plant collections inside and, um, you know, a lot of plants don't like the shorter days of winter, you know, even if you're able to give them the right light and all the right stuff, you know, it's just, it's not the season, right? So it's been cool to see the seasons change too, in the amount of time we haven't been able to do a podcast. Um, but with that, um, a lot of the things we've been able to accomplish are super, super big. If you've been following the Gabriella Plants uh, story online, you can follow um, the main Gabriella Plants Instagram at, at Gabriella Plants Online. Um, one of the things that we spent pretty much the, the month of April, second half of April, and the first half of this month on was um, shop. So we actually launched our storefront. We think talked about that in a podcast before, Zach. I'm, yeah, I think we mentioned uh, it, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and it was a plan that we had uh, way back before COVID lockdowns right. began. In fact, we were all the way, uh, Sam, you remember, I had the we contract. Were, yeah, we and were looking like, at places. Yeah, we had uh, some things just waiting on the final signatures on the bottom line, and then the, the lockdowns came into effect. So that kind of got postponed. And uh, as we went into this year, you know, things starting to, to improve, vaccinations being out there and stuff, um, we wanted to... F- at least start looking and pretty much the day we started looking we found something that if they were willing to work with us and kind of the unique situation we wanted to use the shop for it would be really really easy as zach you were mentioning before we started like just having it all it's within the same Mm. route we're already taking yeah it's literally not changing anything i mean they could take 30 extra seconds to pull into the parking lot drop off a batch of plants for the shop and then be on their way Right over to, to shipping. Yeah, yeah. shipping. And not on not the other side of town time. or, yeah. you know. kind of the blessing in disguise, honestly, of waiting, you know, because uh, mm-hmm. we oh, found yeah. a perfect location. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah, definitely worked out 
And it's really, it's a great location, not only because of its, you know, location to us, it keeps now all four of our locations operating in some capacity within 2.4 miles of each other is the furthest distance you could drive between any of those four. That's really, really cool. But also it's just an awesome, an awesome space. And uh, it's even got some room in the back uh, that we're going to set up as like a classroom to be able to do some workshops in the future. Nice. Um, but yeah, Chuck yeah. really, Chuck really turned that place. I mean, oh, yeah. Big like shout he out did, to Chuck. yeah, like he did a Loma. I mean, I went in there just kind of semi recently after you guys got the keys and I mean, it's just, you know, your bare bones, just kind of chop front and then. Chuck spent a week or two in there and now it's just flooring and the yeah. whole, I mean, it's, whole it's nine. insane way he, I think he, I asked him in a DM how much he had worked on it. Cause I knew we, we were essentially three and a half weeks from getting keys to that preview weekend opening, um, which we just did this past weekend. And we can talk about that. Um, but he actually said it was only 17 working days of him being there. Wow. And obviously wow. it was bare concrete when we got in there. There yeah, was right. all kinds of weird marks on the walls and there wasn't a door to the back and all kinds of stuff like that. So it's incredible what this team can really accomplish. And oh, Chuck yeah. specifically, he pretty much did a Loma. I mean, he that. did all by himself right. and put in the hours to help. And then on as soon as that was done, he's back doing all the tech stuff he does. And uh, we love him for here. Jack of all trades. I, I know, right? He can He's a machine. I tried to tell him that he had to take some time off, but he didn't listen. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, but with that, we did just do the preview weekend. Zach, you want to kind of give us that? That was... Um, yeah, that was really exciting. I mean, I was surprised because Friday, I think we opened up around one o'clock Friday and probably two hours before there were people already in line. Yeah, the know? first person got there at 1021. Yeah. And yeah. I saw that post in the behind the scenes group. I was like, oh... I got to prove this. People got to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I later marked it as an announcement because yeah. I'm like, this is this is news. Yeah, for yeah. real. This is news. Yeah, it was huge. And then just, you know, closer we got to one o'clock, that line just kept getting larger and larger. And I think there were probably close to 100 people in line yeah. I mean, by it, the time doors opened, which was just awesome to see. Everybody was just in good spirits. Everybody was having a good time. Um, you know, everybody was masked and everything. Obviously, we did mm -hmm. limited people inside the store, so yeah, because it is yeah. a slightly smaller space. So. We kind of had to throttle, you know, just, how many people can be. Yeah, in. just yeah. kind of eyeball and like, hey, let's make sure people can have some yeah, space, have some room to, yeah, to walk without wanna, rubbing shoulders. Exactly, but it it all worked out great. And uh, Brett was there answering questions, and um, Alexa and Miriam, you know, were hustling and bustling, just making sure everybody was happy and, and getting the plants they wanted and. Yeah, it was just super, super cool to actually see from not even a month ago a bare mm -hmm. bones building to customers inside right. enjoying it and like seeing their faces light up when they got to grab that plant off the shelf and have it in their hands. Oh, yeah. And then go and just bring it home. Like that's just something that is going to be awesome to offer people. Yeah, right. it's really, uh, really cool to see. And like Sam, you can probably attest to this too, because Greenhouse had their hands full, you know, with shop and just, you know, shop didn't mean we, although we paused the podcast, perhaps, right? you know, it wasn't like we paused shipping or paused our weekly inventory updates online or anything like that. So, you know, it was just in addition to everything right. else we were doing. And uh, the team did an amazing job, but it never ceases to amaze me. It was cool to see familiar faces to Zach. Um, you know, there was a lot of people there that I can remember back when first Sam, tours, it yeah. was literally what the first three events. I mean, mm -hmm. I think Zach was there filming it as a contractor at oh, the yeah. time. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, the second Saturdays. Yeah, the second yeah. Saturdays. But I mean, at one point, that was like you, me, Miriam, and Bruce. Yeah. The you first know what I mean? Several of them were just the four of us. Yeah. And we didn't really know what to expect. We were just like, I mean, hey, if people pull down this long driveway, I guess it it works. So it, it was cool to see people who literally have known us from that point mm-hmm. when the Gabriella team was, you know, seven people mm. and to then see their face come back out and see us, you know, right. now that we're 26, 27 right. people strong. Um, not that they were all there at the shop at the same time, but, you yeah. know, it's just, it's cool to see even after years, you right. know, literally a year of us not having much interaction with our local, you know, customer base other outside of local pickups. Right. Um, you know, it was cool to see them still engaging. Definitely. And even outside of locals, you were saying we were talking off mic and uh, you were saying there was some crazy travelers oh, coming yeah. coming into town. Oh, yeah. People, um, it, it'll never cease to amaze me how much people make it into a destination. Um, but yeah, I, I know one person who flew in from Las Vegas, uh, another, I don't know if it was a group or a couple or I'm not quite sure, our friends um, drove down from Savannah. Another group came up from Miami. I mean, that's hours and hours of dedication just right. to come see us, which is something I don't think any of the three of us can properly say thank you for because it's it shows that people really um, connect with our story and right. um, mm-hmm. we'll keep trying to tell the story through for the podcast sure. and through any other means we have because um, yeah, the world needs more growers and all the rest that uh, I believe in and the rest of the team believes in. But the one cool thing that always besides the near and far travelers and in general being able to see familiar faces, the other thing that's always cool is like just, you know, we know that the plants that we grow and ship from our greenhouse to your house online do just that. They end up from our greenhouse to your house, but it, it never has the same, you know, there, there definitely is cool to get tagged in the photo getting somewhere, but then you walk into a store and you just see a bunch of plants that, you know, you're familiar with at the greenhouses or you can remember off the top of your head the week that those, you know, were planted or whatever. And just seeing somebody literally walk out physically, like carrying the mm-hmm. thing that, you know, so-and-so on the team planted three months ago. Right. It, it's just the coolest feeling. Yeah. I was going to say back to thinking back to those second Saturdays, the thing that we kind of been missing since we had to stop doing events, obviously for a while with COVID was that connection of watching somebody's face light up of they found the plant that they've been looking for mm. and they couldn't find it anywhere else and they just found a beautiful, you know, whatever it is. And like you said, they can now walk to their car with that. Mm-hmm. And just that satisfaction is, you know, something we don't get with the you know, the online stuff. So it's great to finally have that back, you know. Yeah, and it's it's probably there for the online stuff, but yeah, it's something we don't get yeah, to see. Yeah, we don't get to witness it um, uh, as and, much. Yeah, there yeah. are, obviously, we love getting to watch the unboxing videos oh, or yeah. whatever. We'll, Keep them coming. Know, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got the Slack channel for that. <laughs> uh, but the whole, uh, that's always cool to see, but yeah, it's definitely cool. And obviously, I'm not a parent yet, but I always have a weak spot for like, the five-year-old like can i get this one like i'm just like yes yeah. if your mom says no i'm, I, I'm I, giving it to you I, i'm saying yes I, i'm saying yes we because will figure it out yeah well, <laughs> we can we can address this as a five dollar plant we can figure that out all right <laughs> um but that's always really cool to see but with shop i mean sam the greenhouse had to do a ton more than normal oh yeah um and you guys you know we didn't plan it this way um to be kind of shorthanded just with different people right with people's schedules life happens exactly um yeah it was crazy actually again we were talking off mic and you told me the actual numbers that we did that inventory did which first of all huge shout out to to wes and holton over there and the whole greenhouse team because it was kind of all hands on deck over there last week definitely um and it was something like north of five 
K plants, yeah, which we typically five, do what? 2,000? Yeah, shipping will typically ship between 2,000 to 2,400 in a week. Right. So we, we did at least 5,200 if you count shipping and shop right. in total, which is at least it's double. In, yeah, it's insane. And honestly, it, it was a stressful week. We were grinding. It was all hands on deck. But hearing that gives me so much confidence in the team because it never felt like we were doing double the amount of work. It definitely felt like a grind. It definitely felt like we had stuff to do. But the team over there is so good at what they do and working together, creative solutions, you know, uh, in, and collaborating across the different locations that it, it came together pretty quickly, you know? Yeah. And we even had uh, Alexa, who was promoted as our uh, shop manager for shop. Mm-hmm. Some of you guys may know Alexa's name from um, doing some of our customer care stuff, answering some emails and things online. Uh, in her previous role at GP, um, even she... Um, had a medical, you know, thing come up. So she was out a portion of the week, which we knew about ahead of time. But, um, you know, it, there was a lot of, of, a lot of ways we could have looked at it and said, we're missing too much. There's no way. And yet we still got it done. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, from which my vantage awesome point. seeing just people shift, like the shippers put in work the mm-hmm. past few weeks, were able to make spare time. And then a few of them were able to come and kind of fill in spots and, and right. help out, like, the areas that were lacking just because there was so much to do. So right. it was awesome just seeing all those gears just moving into place and, you know, people helping each other out and right. making that vision come together no matter how much work it was For or sure. mm-hmm. how long of a day people had. It was just... That's been one of the biggest, uh, you know, the flexibility of the team and, uh, you know, being a... Uh, Swiss army knife for lack mm-hmm. of a better term mm-hmm. is just people can do, you know, like I said, the greenhouse team sh- shifted gears to be able to help inventory shipping shifted gears to help shop. And it's kind of, it's awesome to see that, you know, the team really is a team. You know, mm-hmm. we have each other's backs when, when somebody has life happen and the car's broken down or they've got a doctor's appointment or whatever it mm-hmm. is, we can still get it done. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, shipping did uh, has been doing a great job too at just keeping up with, trying to ship orders in a much more timely manner. You know, occasionally there's always going to be an order that gets held for one reason or another. Um, but for the most part, we've been able to keep, you know, not the, especially now weather not playing as big of a factor. That was a lot of, you know, the things that did get held was we did use heat packs, but either we were waiting on heat packs, as some of you guys know that whole drama. Don't worry, by the way. <laughs> No one else will get this joke, but we have so many heat packs now because I tried to order like how many I needed from like six different vendors. And I mean, I still think we're missing like, I don't even think we have them all in yet. I don't think so. But we have at least half of next winter probably yeah. worth of heat packs now I was gonna when say, we don't need them. We've had... Uh, a couple different times when, you know, the orders were finally able to come through, you know, the FedEx truck come down like, oh, you know, five boxes of heat packs. And then two hour le- two hours later, another FedEx truck. And we're like, mm-hmm. wasn't this guy just here? Oh, five more boxes of heat packs. It's all the yeah. panic buying finally <laughs> and, and, showing up. And meanwhile, up. <laughs> all, yeah, it's all the panic buying showing up. And meanwhile, the heat packs are showing up and like the just the fact that you're unloading a heat pack like while standing in the sun and it's 97 degrees outside. Yep feels really weird like what we need these heat packs yeah it's 110 in the greenhouse <laughs> i know i know can we just bottle up that yeah that, for real like, heat or energy somehow yeah, let's send that somewhere else well <laughs> at least we have a place to climate control keep them they do keep mm-hmm. for five years so 
next winter at least we got a head start oh, question yeah. mark hopefully oh, yeah. um order those heat packs now for <laughs> winter 2021 yeah go ahead and yeah and purchase your insurance now well, that's um, why that's why i've got space to store them now yeah and that's one like, of the uh, huge upsides to aloma is we right. finally have some you know a forklift a more commercial forklift and and the and more costco shelving place. and yeah. you know a place to store these things that don't just take up floor space in the warehouse, you know, in the way of moving carts and things mm-hmm. with plants on them, you know, just kind of dedicated storage to yeah, things just like that. Yeah, because there's probably a lot of items that you could kind of stock up on through the year that you don't use all all through the year, but when mm-hmm. you do need it, it's good to have that back storage of it. And Definitely. even like just with the size the company's grown to and the amount of boxes we use, yeah, if we can order double what we were ordering last year mm-hmm. per time we order we get a little bit better of a price so having that space has been really great but all that to say that's a very long tangent to say shipping especially now that they're out of the heat pack has just been really grinding as soon as they got the orders they're on top of it inventory's been on top of getting them uh, all the plants that they could possibly need as quickly as we can rather than trying to give them kind of a day at a time and that's really just been able to uh, to to green light shipping in a way that they haven't been uh, last year so it's been right. really cool to see um, obviously their numbers fluctuate based on how much we have every week but um, they're always really good about getting those out pretty quickly so that's pretty neat definitely oh, um, yeah. you hear the rain outside by the way yeah it was just, yeah it was it'll just... be cooler in the greenhouse when this is done oh, yeah. or <laughs> yes. it'll be humider <laughs> yeah it'll also be humid that is also true uh, speaking of greenhouses um, going over from shop then to uh, the other major update uh, we have for today which is the Brooks greenhouses so we've talked about that on the podcast before uh, we're building, or it's about done now, uh, 6,400 square feet, I think it is, um, of more greenhouse space at my wife and I's residence with, and property, which is just five driveways away from Gabriella, 0.2 miles, um, well within the distance to use the tractor and the gator as we've gotten to uh, practice a bit this week oh, as yeah. we move supplies back and forth. Um, but that's going to be a really neat space. And it's also a different kind of greenhouse like we previously discussed. Um, yeah. It's going to be able to keep the temps down a little bit more and the humidity up. So it'll allow us to grow some of the things that in our completely passively cooled greenhouse at our original growing location. Um, there's some plants like oxalis, um, begonias. I'm just naming a few that we have firsthand experience with that just don't like those yeah. high temps. You know, they don't like yeah. getting over the 95 if they can help it. And this will give us some space to be able to do that. Um, and that greenhouse has been running ahead of schedule too. Um, what we didn't anticipate during this whole process, like we said in the, I said in that really short recap episode, was just we knew both of them were going to be going on in the same month, which is already kind of a commitment. We didn't realize it was going to be the same week, and we definitely didn't realize that essentially they'd be finished at the same time, right. um, which is kind of crazy. I actually got two shop way later than I thought on Friday just because I was getting the final like this is what we have left it's only this we're waiting on this part mm. um, recap from them so there's still so one so they're basically wrapped up at the same time yeah yeah, yeah. except for I mean you know minor they're, finishing touches they're stuff, waiting on but. about half an hour worth of work to complete the installation but they have to get a couple pieces fabricated that they've been mm. waiting on now for like a week or so so whenever those are done we should be good and then he I think they said it will only take them two days after that to get all the benches up in that space as well. Nice. So those got actually dropped off this morning. I don't know if I told you guys, but nice. uh, all the benches are sitting in my backyard right now. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Not installed, but you know, right. laying there as pieces. Uh, and they'll get all that. But uh, all the Brooks Greenhouses, a huge thanks to not only the crew, um, 
John, I don't know if he wants me to say his business name, so I'll leave that out for now. But, you know, John, who's been working on uh, installing it all. And then obviously Robert and Bruce have been huge from our team. Bruce is kind of our, our head facilities guy. Um, great, just problem solver and fixer of uh, anything, especially the ag side of things, Definitely. irrigation, the electrical work. Um, so we let a professional crew do the greenhouse installation, um, the part that could blow away in a hurricane. Right. Uh, but all the other stuff that goes inside, like irrigation and, and electrical, we've been doing ourselves. And uh, Robert's done all the, the load calculations and deciding what you know size wire to run everywhere. And then Bruce has been, uh, I mean, for a while there, they didn't have roofs on that greenhouse either. Right. So it was just full sun and yeah. he was just trying to get conduit. Out in the field. Yeah. And you know it's better to do it now than even two weeks oh, from now yeah. it's going to be hotter than what we yep. think it is now. So, um, but it wouldn't be possible without the the dedication of Bruce and, and Robert for seeing that project through. Because while they were doing that, I would have loved to be more hands-on with that. But then we also had shop going on. So I was working a lot with Alexa and, you know, just making sure the other things were going. So the fact that Chuck was able to work on shop and Robert and Bruce were able to do the Gabriella side of the Brooks build out. Um, I, I can't say anything else. I mean, just wow. You yeah. know what I mean? It just yeah. shows the power of the team. So definitely bravo to you guys and, you know, and Sam and everyone else for just being able to keep what they're responsible for and their departments just, just operating given what we had. So right. it's all a miracle, but that, uh, that Brooks greenhouse is going to be really cool too. Cause it's going to let us do, you know, it's going to have an impact on the original growing location, oh, yeah. having not only the ability to grow some new plants, things like that. Um, obviously I'll be able to be, spend more time in this particular greenhouse with it being in my backyard. Right. And I have a lot of random 30 minutes at a time that doesn't really make sense to go to OG throughout the day, but I'd love to, you guys know me. I love plants more than anything. I'll right. be propagating yeah. till 10 p.m. at night out there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, somebody's going to time you do have your hands in the dirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mary's going to have to like get a bell or something yeah, to exactly. make sure, like, Dinner. hey, it is it is like 11 o'clock at night. Like, yeah. you should probably come to bed now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, all that to say, it is also going to let us free up some space. Oh, yeah. Because some of the plants are going to come over to Definitely. start to grow at this location. Right. So the impact on our the original location as well. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be able to, it's going to free up a lot of um, space. As Shane said, we have some plants that are, you know, pretty finicky in our regular greenhouses just because they don't like the high temps or that, you know, they're real specific on the humidity they need. Um, so that's going to allow us to move a lot of stuff out of that. Uh, we call it the Philly house because I guess it was what? Just philodendrons for when yeah, at one At one point, that was a shade house where right. my grandpa was growing like outdoor, like, bougainvillea tubs or roses or whatever you know you'd buy them in smaller and grow them out for a year or whatever to sell at his retail store talk about full circle by the way three generations later right, right back into having a retail store selling plants um i didn't realize he had a retail store yeah yeah huh. he dad was the one who kind of transitioned it back Stepped essentially started the wholesale right. side uh, yeah grandpa okay. had only ever had the greenhouses to grow inventory like we are like mm -hmm. for our own sake not right. to to sell as wholesale dad being introvert at heart which told get trust me i understand right. uh but was just you know wanted to be able to focus on the the botany side of it right. and the plant side of it and not have to deal with the the customer side which is mm -hmm. the upside to wholesale you know right. there's plenty of ups Definitely. and plenty of downs but one of the things is you have a lot less people who know who you are a lot less people who have your phone number you know mm -hmm. you're able to really stay right. focused on the plants and let the rest of you know the network of how that industry works kind of deal with selling the plants and, right. and organizing the logistics of how they get shipped where they're going you know you right. can just stay focused on growing but yeah grandpa used to have a retail store way back in the day so full circle right. the more you know 
So all that being said, if you ever hear us say Philly house, we know we are not opening a house, a greenhouse in yes. Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. We've gotten that question before. Maybe one day, but that's the Philly houses. Uh, Philly, Philadelphia also already has Ill Exotics, so shout out to those guys. Oh, uh, definitely want to check out that. I think they just opened a new location, by oh, the way. Oh, really? So, mm, that's hey, awesome. Growers helping growers. There oh, we go. Yeah. Growing uh, together. Yeah, growing together. Um, but yeah, no, it's been really cool to see that that retail side come back to the family too. Um, I forget. I was going to go with something. I had something. It'll come back to you. Yeah. Oh, you're talking oh, about you the asked Philly if house. the Philly house was original, was how, Phillies, how it right, got right? its name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the original, that was a shade house, mm-hmm. just the four by four post with the shade cloth on top. Dad, when he graduated college, started to build the commercial greenhouses um, in the main array. And when he did that, I think somebody kind of, alluded to the fact of like, hey, these are roughly the same size that you can just pop like a hoop structure on the top of it, throw a roof over the top, and like it'll work. It'll give you some more like lower light space for houseplants. Mm. And uh, at the time, all we were growing was Syngoniums and Boston Ferns. And I think Spath Mm. at the same time. But it was like only those three things, all from TC. And we didn't really have anything based on cuttings. Grandma worked and had some different philodendron heteraceum, you know, the green, the Brazil, the lemon and stuff like that. And would work in the later named Philly house. As I grew up as a kid, she'd come over every day just to help my dad and was like the person who grew that skew in that limited amount of space. Because right. mm. they dealt with different pests than what the main greenhouse. Mm. You won't normally get a mealybug on a syngonium, right. but a mealybug will live on a syngonium if, it's if it got there from something else. Right. Um, so to kind of keep that separated at the time. That makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah, where it's yeah, got yeah. its name. So at one point, all the philodendron we grew came from that, over there. that tiny little. And now I'd, I don't know if there's any philodendron in there, but it is still the Philly house. Yeah, there's a lot of philodendron. Is it really? Pink princess are oh, over there. I guess that's and, true. And, and that Jose. shows what I know. Yeah, silver sword. <laughs> the second hoop is all philodendron. The first hoop is like all Hoya. And, right, uh, yeah. Some yeah. of the other begonia. The, a lot of the stuff that's going to Brooks, ultimately. Definitely. Yeah. So. Well, and that too, actually, back to the uh, how that's going to affect um, the OG location, is that's just going to give us a lot of chances to... Uh, readdress some of the issues we've had structurally because I mean the metal on the top the actual hoop itself is really the greenhouse the rest of it's just kind of plywood or uh, like two by fours yeah, and stuff just lumber we've, built. we've made to you know and replaced over the years and there's a lot of benches in there that have been falling apart so not only is this new greenhouse going to give us a lot of space uh, it's going to let us build more benches and have more space than ever yeah kind of OG get that whole space updated to being more usable because yeah in its current form the Philly house has a few kind of just dead spots yeah understood like hey don't put anything there if it's over five pounds because that's not going to hold yeah exactly so yeah it's going to be really cool to see that so really excited about Brooks at this point I later today if it's raining right now I may go do it now if it's going to be cool oh yeah Um, I do got to get the inventory graphic out but uh, I need to wire up the last couple fans which I guess is my last fun fact it also has active cooling as we talked about previously and the big thing that we took a lot of time to figure out and eventually got right was that they all every for every two fans the whole greenhouse has six for every two fans you need an entire dedicated 220 circuit like your dryer would run on, which equals a lot of power. A lot of power. Yeah, it's a lot of power. So we had to like, yeah, we ran into a couple of different, we had to like upgrade the service panel to my house and like, oh my goodness. The amount of so cables many hoops. out there, like 
if someone were to just walk up to it and not know that you're building a greenhouse, it'd be like, why? Like, what office building are you guys building right. back here? Like, Correct. Well, it, it just makes zero sense. And then you just kind of like see where everything is running. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, those are some pretty big fans. They probably need a lot of power. Yeah, and we went and we went overboard too because the other thing that, and we can maybe end on this, but the other thing that I'm really excited on for Brooks is there's a lot of um, technology plant both from experimentations both from a technology side and from a horticulture side that can get very easily lost or misinterpreted at the other location just because you know we're always trying to keep things organized you may not realize why that plant was there to kind of test that lighting or to be in that particular area so it'll give us a lot more like a controlled c- controllable space, space to yeah. do trials in and not only on the plant end, but on the science end too. So um, we're experiment. A lot of the devices we're making to measure the soil moisture and things like that. Um, it'll be a lot easier. Part of the reason we ran so many circuits and so much extra conduit and stuff is so that that entire greenhouse can be connected to high speed internet and could be remotely. I mean, our main greenhouse has that, but a lot of it's Wi-Fi based. It's not really within. Um, a close enough distance to be able to monitor all the time, stuff like that. So the fact that it'll be right outside my house, which my garage right now has been converted into Curtis's R and D workshop. <laughs> um, yeah, my, my house is my power bill is going to be bad next <laughs> month because the, the garage AC has been running. And then those, I just want to hear that conversation with your power company. Like come to you like, what, did you change in this past <laughs> month that yeah, you've like, now doubled or tripled your bill? Yeah, exactly. Like the way we're reading this bill, did you install three air conditioners in your home? Like, why are you what using have you been this? running? Yeah, why are you using this as power? Get off my back. Um, <laughs> but, anyways, it's going to be really cool too to put a lot of our new devices that we've been working on building and get a lot of that technology tested. Oh, yeah. um, and speaking of technology, as a last thing, this is the Everplant Story podcast. The Everplant Story portal is out. Um, for those of you who may have gotten an Every Plant Story stake in one of your orders, you can scan it with your phone and see the preliminary kind of beta one of the story portal, um, which is what uh, date planted, name of the person who planted it, soil mix if it's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I think maybe number of cuttings, yeah, depending, so depending, yeah, depending on, on if it's been uh, listed as one of the things right. in when the tag was made. So um, there's tons more that we're trying to tie into that system, obviously, and that's only going to get better. That's only step one. But we at least wanted to be able to share, you know, activate the portal where somebody can at least get access to the stuff we have right now. Right. Um, we have so many more plans for that. And I can't wait to talk to, you know, Robert's birthday was yesterday, actually. Uh, I debated asking him, but I was trying to give him face on his birthday. Uh, <laughs> but at some point, we'll, we'll tell the origin story of kind of how that conversation happened because it was actually something I kind of vehemently I, I kind of said, like, there's no way this is ever going to happen. And here we are uh, using that technology every week. So uh, really cool to see that come full circle, too. And oh, that's yeah. been out. So if you get a story stake and you enjoy it, um, for sure, let us know. Feedback at everyplantstory.com uh, works for that. And that would give our, our tech team, if you did run into any problems or uh, just have ideas for the future. Um, it may be something that's already on kind of our you know horizon, but... Right. We've always been keen to listen to what our customers are asking for. And if right. it's something we can feasibly do, that's not always. If we could right. make more plants appear, especially the ones people want more of, we would. But um, where it's feasible, we try to figure out solutions that you know help our customers in one right. way or another. So it's really been cool to see the the growth of the tech the tech side of things too. And I'm excited for what we're going to be able to roll out. Like. Uh, t- 
high level teaser figured out <laughs> last night how to um we may be utilizing a, a new type of soil moisture sensor oh um which would be much it would actually do what we need which is light per plant basis and soil moisture per plant basis not for every single plant but i mean all in one mm. instead of having to measure the light on one device at a certain height right. and another mm. thing something else you know part of for now we needed to have a device to do every single thing of data we wanted to track and obviously as we get through the you know further into the year now it's like okay well can we somehow get this all into one so we can, you know, have less devices overall. So we may have a really cool new uh, thing to show you. Nice. Uh, yeah, Curtis and I made some progress on that <laughs> last night. So mm. can't wait to share more about that when we know if uh, it's going to actually work. So we'll get some parts to test it with uh, this weekend. We'll the be, amount of uh, cool items that are going to be coming out of that garage with you and Curtis working on it is crazy. Oh, yeah. If I you mean, go in there, you awesome. can't understand anything that's on that table. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a geeky person. I, I'll <laughs> be the first to admit it. I, I love me some technology. And he's explaining how he had to unsolder and resolder and hold these four pins to the thing to flash it and everything. I'm like, okay, that went a little bit over my. It's kind of like wanting to know your diagnosis at the doctor's office, but also not wanting to know like, every step in the pro. You know right. what I mean? Like, give me step one and ten. Yeah, everything yeah. else. Just tell me what I need to do. Yeah, <laughs> like, or yeah, yeah. Can you dumb it down to like on a scale of one to ten? How bad is it? You know what right. I mean? Like, right. I, I didn't understand a word you said before that. The respect that. level is still there. Like, I respect the heck out of you for knowing all of that, but like, mm -hmm. you got to water it down. Yeah, you got to give it to. You got to give it somehow. I can put it in an action of some. Yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, props to Curtis for being able to oh, yeah. tackle all of that because oh, yeah. he is, he's a smart guy and oh, it's, yeah. it's so cool seeing his brain just and go. He, and he got shop, like the tech side of shop, which is limited compared to like Aloma and the sophistication mm -hmm. we have here because of video editing and stuff. But he got all that. I mean, we literally like put together Aloma and like a like the networking and all that stuff like in a day with the extra yeah. parts we had from mm -hmm. other he's things we've upgraded. So it was really cool. But all in all, it's been a really, really busy month of April. Um, mm -hmm. So many good things are happening. I'm super excited about just everything. I feel like we can obviously get weighed down in whatever each of our individual roles is every right. day. But um, podcast is always a great way to like zoom out and just be like, wow, yeah. this team is really doing some something incredible. So yeah. um, with that, guys, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Every Plant Story podcast. Um, if you want to check out more about shop, you can visit Instagram at Gabriella Plant Shop. Um, if you want to follow our main account, it's at Gabriel Plants Online. Uh, last announcement, uh, shop, we will be doing our, we had our preview launch uh, this past weekend, and we will be doing our grant. We're going to be taking two weeks here to finish up some of the rest of the upgrades that we wanted to do. We kind of wanted to give some people a taste of what was to come, but we still had a few things like the signage and things we couldn't get installed on the right timeline, and they're going to need some space to do what they needed to do throughout the week. So we're going to give them uh, about a week and a half here, two weeks, and then on uh, May May 22nd, a Saturday uh, at 10 a.m. We'll have the grand opening there and there'll be more details at Gabriella Plant Shop as we get to there. Uh, those details will probably be there by Thursday or something. I still got to do that. So we'll see how quickly <laughs> I can get to, to it. Yeah, add it to the <laughs> list. But uh, yeah, if you want more details on any of that, otherwise, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. See you. Bye.